0: Hello, everyone. This is your host, Sergeant First Class, Arslan Khan, with the Warrant Officer Recruiting Company. And today, we'll be exploring the 351 Zulu Attaché Intelligence Operations Technician, uh, Warrant Officer Military Occupation Specialty. Our guest is none other than CW3, Christine belis And she will be talking to us about what it means to be a 351 Zulu Attaché Intelligence Operations Technician. Chief, thank you so much for joining us today, and we are excited to hear your input on all the different ways that 351 Zulu Warrant Officer Military Occupation Specialty contribute to mission accomplishment.
1: I'm happy to be here. Thank you for hosting us.
0: Chief, can you tell us a little bit about your experiences as a Warrant Officer and how you feel about serving in your Warrant Officer Specialty?
1: I originally explored applying to Officer Candidate School, however, when I looked at the packet, I realized that I could not directly choose what branch, let alone job, that I wanted. At the time when I was looking to apply, I was required to put ten branches down and the Army would pick three. And after passing Officer Candidate School, I would have to choose from those three. I did not want to take a chance and hope I went into a branch that I would enjoy. At the time I put in my Warrant Officer application, I was close to ten years and knew I would retire out of the Army. I looked at the pay charts and realized that I needed to increase my base pay to receive a better retirement check. Through networking with fellow soldiers, I was told about my current specialty, attaché intelligence operations technician, and have not looked back since. Like some soldiers, I joined the Army thinking that I would travel and see the world. I did travel, however that was to the Middle East and was stationed on a base in the middle of nowhere. My current position now, at a U.S. Embassy, allows me to travel the world engage with, and learn about the cultures in the country that I am assigned. It was perfect for me as it combined two things I loved, travel and working to enhance American relationships overseas. I've been in this job for over 15 years and have loved working in the different countries. It has been interesting dealing with foreign, foreign militaries and explaining what an Army warrant officer is or does. The countries I have served do not have warrant officers in their ranks, so it is always an interesting conversation with host nation militaries members. Most of these interactions were rewarding professionally and personally. Looking back, I'm very happy that I did not apply for officer candidate school and was selected to the warrant officer corps. I was able to stay in the job that I love and become an expert in my field.
0: Chief, thank you for your insight. Um, For the potential applicant listening, uh, we've asked questions that most of us have when deciding to pursue a career as a 351 Zulu warrant officer. And we would like to delve into some of these questions and get your take on some of the most crucial questions we all want to know. Let us begin by asking, what do warrant officers in your specialty do in the normal span of a duty day when they start out as a new warrant officer in the cohort? And how do those responsibilities evolve into more responsibilities later on?
1: Warrant Officer 1s and Chief Warrant Officer 2s are usually sent to a small to medium-sized U.S. Embassy, as those embassies give the new warrant a wide variety of experience with less people to manage. As you gain experience, you are assigned to larger embassies with larger defense attache offices. One faces greater challenges when managing larger staff programs.
0: Thank you, Chief. Uh, why should someone pursue this type of commission, and what are some of the benefits they take into the civilian world?
1: If you want to see the world, learn about different cultures, and work at a strategic level, this is the path for you. This particular specialty trains you in a variety of areas that a soldier could very easily translate to the civilian sector. Attaché intelligence operations technicians are policymakers, special security officers, supply officers, records managers, financial specialists, collection managers, budget analysts, conflict resolution managers, and much, much more. Depending on what your passion is, you can gain experience in that field through the specialty and pursue it in the civilian sector.
0: As a young staff sergeant working in a shop, uh, what advice would you give them on what types of jobs they need to start working towards in their enlisted careers That will help them to achieve a commission as a 351 Zulu warrant officer.
1: This military occupational specialty, you will need experience working in an embassy as an operations NCO. Apply for that job first and gain that experience. The beauty of this assignment is that the job and service are agnostic. We have MOSs from logistics to military intelligence, as well as different services since, since we work in a joint environment. The main criteria is that you have worked and were successful as an Operations NCO first.
0: Thank you. That was a lot of great information, ma'am. What types of training can a young enlisted NCO benefit from when considering to pursue a career uh, in the 351 Zulu uh, Warrant Officer Military Occupation Specialty?
1: Great NCOERs and leadership. Leadership training will help in all aspects. Any other training that an NCO completes may help. However, the most helpful is leadership. The biggest one is that you have a great NCOER.
0: Thank you, ma'am. Once an applicant is selected, how long do they attend Warrant Officer Candidate School, and how long is the training for 351 Zulu Warrant Officer uh, Specialty?
1: If you are in the Army, Warrant Officer Candidate School is four weeks at Fort Rucker, If the person that applied is from another service, then Warrant Officer Candidate School is six weeks. The Warrant Officer Basic course is 13 weeks at Fort Huachuca. A candidate must pass the basic course before they are certified as an attache intelligence operations technician.
0: Ma'am, what advice would you give to a newly uh, selected NCO in your unit that is preparing to enter into walks and follow-on training?
1: Be prepared physically. However, patience and working together is also key. The training is over in a blink of an eye. Also learn all you can while in the training as you never know when that training will come in handy.
0: Okay, thank you ma'am. Once you have been trained and pin on as a Warrant Officer, uh, do you have any input on where you will be stationed and what is the process for selecting a duty station?
1: Most Warrant Officer 1s and Chief Warrant Officer 2s are stationed in smaller defense attaché offices until they gain more experience as an Operations Coordinator. We work directly with our Assignments Manager for a list of assignments. The manager, as much as they can, considers family situations and past assignments prior to assigning to a new assignment.
0: Thank you, ma'am. That was insightful. Uh, When approaching your unit officer in charge and or the uh, senior warrant officer for a letter of recommendation, what steps should an NCO take to position themselves in receiving a stellar letter of recommendation?
1: With this specialty, you must be good with people and be able to work independently. We work with the senior level and executive level interagency personnel, so flexibility and being ethically sound are key.
0: Ma'am, what is uh, family life like as a 351 Zulu uh, warrant officer, and how can we best take care of our families as we embark on our quest to become a 351 Zulu warrant officer?
1: You are part of an embassy family, and everyone looks out for everyone. It's a great community. I was a single parent for many years on this program, and it was the best decision that I made. My son received some of the best education and gained valuable firsthand experience through our travels. Few children can say they have climbed on the Great Wall of China, traveled to Machu Picchu, visited the Great Pyramids in Egypt, or seen the Taj Mahal. All right, ma'am.
0: Uh, where are the three best duty stations that one can expect to serve in while assigned as a 351 Zulu warrant officer?
1: There are so many assignments, and each one is so unique that to say one is better than the other would not do any justice. Each assignment brings new challenges and new experiences. For example, offices in the Middle East would focus on something different than offices in South America. Your work is tailored to the mission focus of that defense attache office.
0: Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Uh, What are some of the most important certifications and training experiences warrant officers should pursue in the course of their career in this warrant officer specialty, uh, and why?
1: One certification is not necessarily any better than another. The important factor is to do your best in everything you do, support your command, and work at receiving the highest marks you can on your NCBR OERs.
0: On the subject of promotions, uh, starting with W-1, how long will it take uh, in this uh, warrant officer military occupation specialty to progress to each rank uh, to receive CW-5?
1: From warrant officer one to chief warrant officer two, it takes around two years. After chief warrant officer two, the rest of the ranks, the boards look at your packet every five years.
0: Why should someone compete to be a part of the uh, 351 Zulu War Officer Military Occupation Specialty, and how does it benefit the nation?
1: Working in a defense attache office is unique as we work at the strategic level. There may be U.S. presidential or combatant command visits, which are led by the four-star general that you may be heavily involved in. These visits develop key political and military policy. Several times I have found myself in meetings with senior travelers and have candidate conversations. It was very humbling to know that those words may impact the policy to that country. Also, a perk is there is always time to schedule in pictures.
0: Ma'am, as a mentor in the cohort, what additional advice would you offer a potential applicant?
1: If you love to travel, people, and moving every few years, then this is a life for you. If you want to pursue this wonderful career and have some awesome opportunities, the best advice I can give you is to be the best you can in the jobs you are currently in and get those top blocks.
0: Chief, thank you so much for uh, joining us today and sharing your insight in the uh, realm of the 351 Zulu Attache Intelligence Operations Technician. For uh, our listeners out there, if you're considering a career in this um, specialty, You know, there's only one thing I have to say to you, and that's go warrant now.